actor, author, certified life coach, encourager, family man, dynamic inspirational speaker, and so much more. Welcome to my podcast, Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. This is season two. We have made it, and I'm so excited about it. This season, we're getting intentional. But first, let's start with you. It is time that you open up your gift. We're going to start off with a nice, encouraging message from Kirk Franklin at the Soul Train Awards. And then from there, let's pray together and let's take away some keynotes to elevate us in the season. We're going deep in this season. But first, it starts with us. I'm challenging you to open up your gift. And I want to say to every last one of you here that you may feel discouraged and you may feel like you're being forgotten and may feel like your time and God has forgotten you. I want to say to all of the creative people here, all the people that have a gift, first of all, if you know you have a gift inside of you, make some noise. And I need for you to know. And I need for all of you to know, when I was younger, but before I got married, what I ate was microwavable foods because I was single and I couldn't cook. The problem with microwavable foods is that when you, after you cook it, you stick a fork in, the middle is still cold. The reason why grandmama's cooking was so good because she didn't cook Sunday dinner, Sunday evening, she started Saturday night. And she let it marinate overnight. That's why it was so good. The reason why your gift is not like all these other gifts that are so microwavable, it's because God's put something in you that is too great. And you got to know that what's inside of you is so great that, that it's taking a little bit longer because God did not call you to be microwavable. He wants you to know that what's inside of you is like grandmama's greens. So don't give up. Your time is coming. So tonight is the night of power because I believe that owning your power can take you to so many new heights. It can manifest things that you never thought it could. It can open up doors that you never thought you can walk through. When you own the power that God has given you, you open up to a new life, a better version of you, elevation to experiencing things that you never even could imagine you being able to experience. Sometimes it requires us to make some sacrifices, to release some people who are close to us, release some habits that we've held dearly since childhood, 
Forgive some people who have done us wrong. Takes leaps of faith. Leaps of strict faith. Not knowing what tomorrow looks like, but trusting that God will answer that call and will be there. Not knowing how you're going to get through, but just knowing there's light within you and at the end of the tunnel. It's about experiencing the true, authentic version of this process and who you are and who God has called you to be. And sometimes we make the mistake of taking what we have for granted, not realizing that what we have is more than enough to take us where God is trying to take us. But we don't see the value in it because it's not producing in the manner that we see other people producing. We're not doing anything with it because it's not generating income. We're not doing anything with it because we feel like it's just too much work. We're not doing anything with it because we feel like we're not worthy. We're not doing anything with it because we just don't see it for ourselves. And because someone else a long time ago told us that we would not be able to, or we could never. So we believe those things subconsciously and it affects our process. It affects our progress and it affects our breakthrough. But in this season, I've made a promise. I've made a promise to myself. I've made a promise to God. I've made a promise to all of you that I refuse, refuse to delay my blessings anymore on behalf of operating in fear or on behalf of operating in the flesh, on behalf of the unknown. God works miracles in the unknown. It's not a miracle if you have it all figured out. It's not breakthrough if you have not put in any work. This is the season to really see things happen. How long is a season? I don't know. That's up between you and God. People say, well, the Bible says this, but what is God saying to you directly right now? Many people might not agree with the next statement I'm going to make, but I'm going to make it anyway because what me and God talk about is what we talk about. But but your relationship with God is more than the Bible. Your relationship with God is more than just going to church. I don't care how many services you attend in one Sunday. That's not going to change where you are when it comes to your communication and your connection with God unless you implement certain things. I don't care how many webinars you attend, how many workshops you pay for. You cannot buy your connection with God. All right. So so what I'm saying to you tonight is what I'm saying to you in general is work on your connection with God. So that way you will always have the answers that you need to make it through because God will not carry you anywhere and just set you up to fail. All of your setups are for a bigger setup. And it requires work. And that's what we say. People make the statements of, oh, let go and let God. Or, you know what, leave it in God's hands. But when you do that, it's not saying that you don't have to do anything. You can let the TV play, but you got to turn it on. You can, you can, you can cook some food. You can, you can let it warm up in a microwave, but you got to turn it on. So how dare we expect God to make a move in our life and say, let go and just let God. But we're not doing what he's telling us to do. Normally, when we have a request from God, he has a request back. And sometimes it's as simple as you can't pray and worry. But you pray and then you worry. And God's saying, don't worry. He ain't saying to you to do anything else. Keep operating. But don't worry. 
But then we get in our own way. And that's what happens. That's why we don't see the blessings that we want to see. That's why we don't see. We experience blessings, but then you say, well, Lord, this is the same blessings that I'm experiencing all the time. What is new? Well, you're not going to experience nothing new because you're not releasing anything. You're not doing what's required. But then we go into these nine to fives. We go into all these things and you want to do all this stuff for a promotion. You are putting in the work. You're dealing with stuff that you normally wouldn't deal with. But then when it comes to God saying it's a promotion right here on the table, you don't want to do the work. And what God's going to give you will trump your whole situation. Sometimes what God is doing with you forces your situations to change, to see your value, to show that you are worth it, to appreciate who you are and what you bring to the table. We all make the mistake sometimes of saying, oh, that's my brother, that's my sister in Christ. But we are all on different spiritual works with God. There are certain things that God will reveal to you that they won't, that he won't reveal to the next because they're not ready for it. They're not on that level yet. My purpose here with you is to expose the concept that you have a gift with your name on it. And the only way you're going to get that gift open and get moving in your life and see the things that you are designed, created to see is by opening up that gift. Some of us, the gift has been sitting in that room on that shelf, collecting dust for a very long time. Others, oh, it's coming and it's going to be a ring on the doorbell. You're not going to know where it came from, but don't be scared. This is not anthrax. This is not no, 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 something that's meant to destroy you. It's meant to build you, break bad habits, break your current situation and elevate you into a new realm. God is working, but we ignore all the things that he gives us. Sometimes he might give you part A to the masterpiece and you might know, not know what to do with it, but that doesn't mean you discard it. Put it to the side because then part B is going to come and then you're going to realize they connect. Then C is going to come. Then D is going to come. And before you know it, you're creating something. Are there certain things that you have that you've been dreaming of since a child that you realize they're still manifesting within you? They're still happening. They're brewing within you. You try to figure it out and you're realizing that there are certain things that are just starting to connect now because now you're realizing that God gave you part A the day that you were born, before you were even born. But now he's been giving you pieces along the way. But what we do is we discard the pieces that we need. We throw it out with the trash because we feel like we're the experts. We feel like we can just Put it together and it's fine. We had enough Ikea furniture, so now I know how to do Ikea furniture. Okay? I had enough. I did this from Target before. I had the shelf before. And then you get to the end, you're like, well, why the shelf upside down? Why is this backwards? Because there were specific instructions attached to it. But you discarded the instructions because you felt like you knew what it was that you had to do. But while you're on your journey of purpose, while you're on your journey of exploring and opening up your gifts, you have to be very specific and intentional about what you're doing with the gifts and what you're doing with the instructions. And sometimes you don't just throw the instructions away after you put them together. Sometimes you need to put them in that drawer just in case you have to take something apart and restructure it. But no, no one tells you that. There are people who are essentially relying on you for their businesses to operate when honestly you should be operating in your own businesses you were not born just to serve the flesh now i'm not going to say there are not situations where you're supposed to be there and you're supposed to work everybody maybe is not supposed to be an entrepreneur and i get that 
but everyone has a gift. And if your gift is not shining, if your gift is not appreciated, if your gift is not growing, if your gift's not getting upgrades, then you're not in the right place in your life. If you're getting so comfortable to the point where you can do everything in your sleep, then you're not growing. You're paralyzing yourself. Paralyzation means that you're not moving. And I don't know about you, but I refuse to just be sitting on a couch when there's a life to live, territory to take over, blessings to, to live in, things to explore, things to see. I'm not gonna sit here and keep eating McDonald's, gaining weight, sitting on the couch, when I can go ahead and sit by the water and look at the ocean and have things like calamari and things that I enjoy and, and try weird things that I don't even know if I'm gonna like it or not and, and, and take it all in. I want to experience the life that God has for me. I wanna know what's for me and what's not for me. But the only way I can do that is by opening up my gifts and taking a chance on myself. Just like I take a chance on that job that I clock into every day. Because at the end of the day, those who are owning and operating their businesses and they're working in their purpose, what matters to them is what they have going on. It's not always about you or what you're bringing to the table. So if they need to make a move, they will switch you out. Flip it, switch it and reverse it to do what they have to do for them. So how dare us not do what we have to do for us? Because what we need to realize is when we're operating in our gifts, there are certain people that can't touch the beauty. You walk into some people's houses and say, oh, no, you can't sit on that furniture. Oh, no, you can't use those plates. Oh, no, you can't do that. No, no. We have to be just as protective over our gifts. There's certain people that can't be exposed to your gifts. So with that being said, let's just we're going to lean into prayer real quick before I give you these three points. And then I'm honestly, I'm going to let you go because I want it to marinate. I want you to, to take it in. But we're going to start with Proverbs 19.21. There are many plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's plan that will stand. There are many plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's plans that will stand. And then we're going to move on to Job 42 verse 2. I know that you can do all things. Nothing can put a stop to your plan. I know that you can do all things. Nothing can put a stop to your plans. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you come and you just take over right now in this moment, Lord, as we, we cover the topic of opening your gifts. We know we were all born with a gift, Lord. We may not have it all figured out, but we know the power that we possess, Lord. I pray that right now we start to own up to what it is that we're supposed to do with our gifts, Lord, that we start seeking the understanding that we need to follow through with it, whatever it is that you're calling us to do right now, Lord. I'm praying that you touch our lives in a way that has never been touched before right now in this moment, Lord. I pray that you close out any distractions right now, God, so we can hear your word. I pray that you just do a marvelous thing, a marvelous work within us starting right now, God, that it overflows and that it carries over so that we can see our purpose fulfilled, Lord, according to your plan, not our own flesh desires, God. I'm praying that you just do a work within us to the point where we won't even recognize who we are anymore, Lord, so that when people say that you've changed, Lord, it's not a bad thing, Lord, but it's elevation and it's growth, Lord, that we have the ability to let go of the things that are holding us back, Lord, that's contaminating our gifts, God, that we release those people who are having control over us that we don't even realize it, God. I'm praying that you just do a new work 
work within us right now in this moment, God, that you just take over, God, that you decrease the flesh and increase the spirit so we can have a real conversation today, God. I'm praying that you just take over and do what it is that you're calling us to do right now in this moment, that you just speak to our spirits. Speak to our hearts. Speak to our minds. Heal us from the things that are breaking us in the moment, God. All those things that are coming and attacking, we know that it's not for what we need to worry about right now, God, because you have it under control, God. They're distractions. Distracting us from our greatness. Distracting us from our breakthrough. Distracting us from our manifestation. We know that our words have power, and right now we're claiming manifestation. We're claiming breakthrough. We're claiming victory. Because you say we can do so, Lord. We want all the things that we are supposed to have. We're coming for everything that has been taken away from us, Lord. Everything that has been delayed because of our own flesh, God. We want to move out of our own way right now and let you have your way, God, according to your will, your plans, and your vision, God. We want to take in all the things and be more like you, God. We want to feel your presence right now. We don't want to delay our progress. We want to delay our upgrades anymore, God. We want to be bigger than what it is that we are right now, God. Just like we like to upgrade our phones every time they give us something new, Lord. We're asking that you upgrade our faith right now, God. We want an automatic upgrade. Because we know we need you in order to live the life that you've called us to live, God. Thank you for calling us worthy, Lord, when the world says we're not. Thank you for validating us with more than just a like button, God. Thank you for, for sharing our gifts with more than just a Facebook share, Lord. Thank you for giving us new connections without us having to get on Facebook and hit a friend request, God. Thank you, Lord, for confirmation without us having to hit a confirm button, God. Thank you, Lord, for discernment in this season, God, because we need it stronger now more than ever, God, because there are people who will be leeching. There will be people who want to attach just because they see what it is that we're about to do, God. But I only want the realest. We only want the realest by our side. Those who are assigned to the mission, God. Those who are meant to reap the benefits of your blessings, God. Those who are only supposed to be connected because you say so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, we talk about opening up your gifts. So, I want to give you point one. Point one. Your purpose is not up for discussion. Your purpose is not up for discussion. I don't know who you've been talking to lately. I don't know who's been making you question what it is that you're supposed to be doing. I don't know who's telling you you can't do it. I don't know who's speaking those things over your life. But I want you to cancel and rebuke it right now. Because your purpose is not up for discussion. Romans 12, 6. We all have different gifts that God has given, given to us by his loving favor. We are to use them. If someone has the gift of preaching the good news, he should preach. He should use the faith God has given him. If someone has the gift of helping others, then he should help. If someone has the gift of teaching, he should teach. If someone has the gift of speaking words of comfort and help, he should speak. If someone has the gift of sharing what he has, he should give from a willing heart. If someone has the gift of leading other people, he should lead them. If someone has the gift of showing kindness to others, he should be happy as he does it. So I'm going to remix this one because I know it's not just he's on this line. So I'm going to tell you it's okay when I do this. So this is Romans 12, 6, the she version. 
We all have different gifts that God has given us by his loving favor. We are to use them. If someone has the gift of preaching the good news, she should preach. She should use the faith God has given her. If someone has the gift of helping others, then she should help. If someone has the gift of teaching, then she should teach. If someone has the gift of speaking words of comfort and help, then she should speak. If someone has the gift of sharing what she has, she should give from a willing heart. If someone has the gift of leading other people, she should lead them. If someone has the gift of showing kindness to others, she should be happy as she does it. Your purpose is not up for discussion. So we talk about open your gifts. We all have a gift. Now the status of that gift is depending on our journey. We all have different relationships with God. We all have a different roadmap to where we're supposed to get to. But that doesn't mean that we all don't have a common mission. But it starts with the gift. As I've stated before, some of us already have the gift and it's been sitting on the shelf and we've been looking at it. We haven't opened it up because we're terrified of what's inside. There's so much going on in the world that we're like, I don't know what this gift is about and I don't know if I want it. But during this season, God is calling the courageous and the bold and your gift requires you to be both courageous, bold and fearless. However, you have to open up the gifts. If God's giving you a gift, it comes with everything you need. All the assembly pieces are right there within the gift. When you go buy something from the store, you expect to have all the pieces to put it together. So if God's giving you something, do you think he's going to slight you? You think you're going to cut them off? He's not going to give you everything that you need. But yet we sit here and be like, I don't know what to do with this. Just because you don't know what to do with the pieces doesn't mean it doesn't create. It's just going to take you a little bit more time to figure it out. Follow the instructions. Follow the roadmap. Follow the guideline. And allow God to create within you. You can't have it all figured out all the time. I know people used to be happy about those Cracker Jack boxes because you never knew what you were going to get inside. But you were excited to get that gift, but you didn't know what it was. And it wasn't nothing that's going to be what God's giving you. But you knew that you were going to be excited about that. Back in the day when they used to have the series, you knew it was a gift inside. You didn't know what you were getting. Get the Happy Meal. You don't know which one you're getting, but you know you're getting a gift. But yet when it comes to God, we want to question what he's doing with our gifts, what this gift is about. You want to tell me before I do it? Well, how do I use it? No, figure it out. Everything on your journey, you had to figure it out. It either was a mentor, a teacher, a parent, an auntie, a friend, an enemy. Somebody has taught you something to get you to this point. It's all in your experience and what you make of it and your relationship with God and what you're asking God for. Be intentional about your gift. If you don't know what's going on with that gift and you don't know what's inside of it, then pray on it. Pray over it. Before you open it, go into intentional prayer. Intentional is going to be a strong key to your success in this season. Get excited about your gifts because you have gifts that no one else has seen before. They might have seen some things like it, but they haven't seen it from you. That's why you have a million gas stations. That's why you have a million different stores. You have a Walmart right there. You got a Target right there. They sell the same stuff at different price points because people see different value in it. 
your value that you carry with your gift has a different approval rate than what it does for somebody else who's faking it and trying to just make something happen for a glow up. Your gift is something that's passionate and not about the money. The money will catch up eventually. But look, you're operating in something you love. So what you going to do with your gift? And for those who you haven't really figured it out yet and your gift is on the way, just like that Amazon delivery, it will be there. It will notify you that it's there. But are you going to rush to get your box opener? Are you going to rush to get your scissors? Are you going to rush to go live when you get your gift? Or are you going to let it sit there and wait and wait and wait until someone else has to come over and someone else says, oh, you're not going to use this. Let me take this from you. And then they use your gift and then you ask yourself, well, how are they walking and what I, oh, well, that was for me. Can I have my gift back? No, your gift became my gift the day that you gave it to me. Are you going to sleep on your gifts? God is speaking to you specifically about something. There's some businesses that you're supposed to be doing. There's something you're supposed to be involved with. There's something you need to release. God is saying this gift has to breathe. It's life. It's your lifeline. It'll keep you going. But you have to commit to it. You have to, 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 to have some time with it. You have to breathe it. You have to see what it's all about. You can't be fearful of your gift. You have to own it. It's yours. Your name is on it. People want to be so quick to see Beyonce. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on. You're happy about all those things but not happy about the blessings that God are give, give, giving you. I like to think of, for those who are into sports and whoever's not, I know you know his name because that's how great he is, Tom Brady. You want to sit here and people mad, like, I don't want him to win. There are going to be people who do not want you to win. They do not want your gifts to prosper. But because they are your gifts and God has given them to you, that doesn't matter what they say, what they forecast, what they want. The next talent, it does not matter. You will win. You will be victorious because you've done everything that God has told you to do with that gift. So you will reign. You can go to any place, anywhere and take it to the championship. This man has done some incredible things. People hate on him because he's just so great. Do you think that stops him from collecting his rings, collecting his checks, creating history? No. Your gift has history breaker written all over it. You are the modern day Harriet Tubman, Muhammad Ali, Barack Obama, Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth. You are what the world needs right now, but it requires you to open your gift. Do you think it was easy for them to open up their gifts? Now, I don't know if y'all followed Harriet Tubman, but God will speak to her in the waters. God is speaking to you while you feel like you're drowning, but you have to listen. She listened. And when God told her to step back, she stepped back. When God told her not to move, she didn't move. When God told her move to the left, she moved to the left. When God told her not right now, not right now. But she didn't quit on God. She listened to what God was saying and followed those instructions to now be walking in the history books for what she did. And it doesn't matter who tries to tear down her legacy, who tries to hide it. It will continue to rise because God used her for a reason. 
God wants to use you for a reason. No, it doesn't look like what it's been in the past, but it still applies. I was looking at some article and they were saying that slavery is still present. It's just been masked for the current times. But the thing is, we put ourselves back in slavery because we don't do what's necessary to run and be free. And this is not just for African-Americans who are listening. This is not just for the Hispanics who are listening since everybody likes to put everybody in the same category. It's for the Caucasians who are listening too. It's for everybody, any color. Sometimes we put ourselves as prisoners within our own situations when we have the key the whole time. We just choose not to turn it. Point number two, there's more ahead of you than behind you. There's more ahead of you than behind you. Proverbs 18 verses 15 through 16. An understanding mind gets much learning and the ear of the wise listens for much learning. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him in front of great men. Here is Proverbs 18, 15 through 16, the she version. An understanding mind gets much learning and the ear of the wise listens for much learning. A woman's gift makes room for her and brings her in front of great women. There's more ahead of you than behind you. Sometimes we don't open our gifts because of the things that we've experienced in the past. We keep looking backwards when we need to look forward. Not to say you can't hold on to those memories. Not to say that, that, that there's not things that you shouldn't reflect on for your growth. But sometimes there's nothing but dead ends in your past and looking back. Sometimes a door has to close before another one opens. Sometimes you need to switch the game up. Sometimes you need to stop working for people and work for yourself. Sometimes you needed to just go through a season to learn so that you can excel. I just think about my life and, and, and my season and there was so much for me to sit here on this platform and even talk this way. There are certain people I just had to be in a room with. I wasn't meant to be in that room forever, but I had to be at those tables. I had to sit with them. I had to learn from them. Then I had to be burnt from them. Sometimes to, to let go of that tie. Because sometimes we get so comfortable and we think that this, this, these mentors and these coaches and these people, these, these people that we look up to, these heroes and sheroes are going to be there forever. And that's our necessary. That's what we need. But that's not the truth. There's a season for everything. And sometimes when you're really starting to operate in your gift, you outgrow those people. And the longer you stay connected in that manner, the longer you delay where you're going. You see, because sometimes the mentor has reached their peak. Sometimes the, the mentor has already fulfilled their purpose. And it's now your turn to elevate and take the torch and do something different and lead other people and do things in a different way. I like to say, if you are dealing with somebody who likes to operate in the same matter at the all, at all times and likes to keep things going the same, the same and never wants to change, 
then you're 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 operating in a dead end zone. Life is always changing, so it's foolish of us to think that we don't have to. It's foolish for us to think that God created us to just be the same. If that was the case, then once we're born, we will stay in that state. We will never grow. We will never get a feel for touch, feel, smell, taste. We would just be babies forever. The world would be filled with a bunch of babies. All just sitting around laughing and crying. Looking for somebody to change their diaper. Looking for somebody to help them walk. Or not even knowing that they can do these things because everybody's in the same state. It's just like when you have a child. Eventually your child has to grow. Eventually they have to stand on their own. Eventually they have to lead. And then eventually they'll come back and start taking care of you. It's a cycle. It's the same with your gift. You have to nurture it. You have to grow it. Then eventually it starts to walk on its own. Then it starts to carry you. Take care of you. That's that patience that people don't like to have. That's that risk that people don't like to take. That's that operation of faith that people don't have. That's that that fearless that people are afraid to fly with. But you have to surrender at some point and believe in yourself enough or at least believe in God enough to know that all will be well. It doesn't matter what you're sacrificing right now in this season. Do you know how many people talk to me and say, well, what are you doing? Well, um, you should be doing this. Or why don't you just go ahead and go get a nine to five right now? Why don't you go ahead and do this? No! God is not telling me to do that. I will rather struggle and operate in strict faith and learn what God is teaching me in the season to have it on then to have it all to have the millions and not be happy or satisfied or let my gift sit on the shelf any longer. I was not created to be mediocre. I was not created to be on a structure that that a man has created for me. You're not going to tell me how long my lunch is. I'm going to take as long as I need. You're not going to tell me how much I'm worth by what you're paying me or not give me a raise for I don't know how long and give me more work to do. For all that, I'm going to do what God's telling me to do because I know what he's giving me is so much more. And it's not even about a dollar. It's about my health, opening my eyes every day, being fed, making a difference in this world. I'm not playing with people. People get their millions. People get all their things. They buy their properties and then all of a sudden they forget who got them there. Don't forget who gave you the gift. Don't take for granted the people who God has assigned to you to operate your gift. Because it takes a village. But people want to leave the village behind because the village can't afford the same clothing that they're wearing. But hello, if you were really operating in the manner that you should, your blessings will overflow to those who have been connected to you and who have been holding you down. And you will make sure that they're wearing the same cloth that you're wearing because you have so they have because God has provided. But no, 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 no. People like to say, you don't know the tears I've cried. You don't know the sacrifices I've made. But do you know the sacrifices people have made to uh, adjust and make sure that your purpose is still operating in its special way? To make sure that your gift is being used in a way? It's just like a car. You drive the car, but you can't, you don't fix it all. You got to take it to the mechanic. Because sometimes the mechanic knows things that you just don't. And they need to operate it. Yeah, it's a cost to it because there's a service with it. They're operating in their gift. So you're using someone's gift. Or you'll be buying a new car like every other year and you still won't be in debt from the last one that you just decided to lease and get and finance. It's the same thing. So as you operate in your gift, you have to recognize there's levels to this. 
It takes a village. It takes a team. But people, people don't want to make the sacrifices on behalf of the team. A gift is yours, yes. And you're going to make more sacrifices than anyone. But in order for that gift to operate on a level that it's called to operate on, God is going to assign some people, some technicians, some engineers, some pioneers, some, 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 some new generations to help you stay with the times. But you have to take care of those people as well. As you operate in your gift, they're all a part of the master plan because their gifts will connect to your gifts to help this, this thing blow up to the point where everybody is doing what they're supposed to do according to God's will. You can't take advantage of the next person's gift and think that your gift is going to manifest. <laughs> if I knew how to speak tongue, that would have been a moment. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Number three, our final point for the night. Nothing meant for you will run away from you. Nothing meant for you will run away from you. First Timothy Chapter 4, verse 14. Be sure to use the gift God gave you. The leaders saw this in you when they laid their hands on you and said what you should do. Think about all of this. Work at it so everyone may see you are growing as a Christian. One more time. I just got to read that again. Be sure to use the gift God gave you. The leader saw this in you when they laid their hands on you and said what you should do. Think about all this. Work at it so everyone may see you are going, growing as a Christian. So this goes back to what I say on my prayer calls all the time, because I know there are people who are listening who who don't get on my my private prayer calls. But it ain't about you, boo. It's about God and what he wants to do with you and through you. We get in the the habit of thinking that just because we're finally operating our gifts and starting to see a little bit of the benefits and manifestation that it stops there and we live in our best life. Now we got a million followers on Facebook and we, yeah, we the bomb. We hot. We this. What we say, we lit. We all of that. But you're nothing without God's validation. I don't care how many likes. You'll learn real quick on this road to opening up your gifts. Those who said they will be there may not. When you make your post and you ask people to support you, they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to make that order. And it never comes through. Will you be like, hey, yeah, let me know if you need anything. I got you. I know this person, that person. You reach out for their connections and all of a sudden they don't want to give them to you no more. Or or were they ever really going to give them to you? People like the thought of saying that I was around for this. I remember when. Or I did this. But if God didn't assign them to teach the lessons. That university you did not attend. When it's all said and done. 
God is placing lessons in your life for a reason. People in your life for a reason. He's giving you a gift for a reason. But you have to go through certain things to understand your gift. But instead of focusing on that situation that surface, you have to dig deep. You have to reflect. You have to evaluate. You have to see why does it connect. And then talk to God about it. Ask him to reveal it to you. Your gifts are powerful, but you're the only one that knows how to operate it. Think about all these action movies, all these superheroes. Spider-Man, he was going through it when he first got it. He got bit by a spider. He got bit by a spider. And then now all of a sudden has all these gifts. Running up walls, hanging upside down, having the time of his life. But it comes with a sacrifice. Batman, he went through some 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 bad situations before he could get to the point where he was who he was. Iron Man, all of them. Black Panther, Superwoman, Wonder Woman, even those that we don't even care for, Catwoman. She had to go through some things too. But she was owning her gifts. Now, now everybody's gifts aren't for the good. They're intended for the good, but that doesn't mean they're going to operate it because they don't know how to let go. They don't know how to release. I don't want you to be in that state. Release. Let go. Operate in good faith. Trust God. Do right by people. Because you never know. You never know when it's going to turn around. Acknowledge people for what they are in your life. Appreciate the lessons that you learned as you let go. Don't discredit those who have blessed you along the way because they've exposed you to a gift. Even in my, my personal situation, I've been exposed to a gift. It's groomed. It's grown. We're here today. But I had to release what I like to call a limitation in order to operate in my gift. A limitation that I never saw as a limitation. I saw it as a teacher. But eventually you have to graduate. That's why you graduate from kindergarten, first grade, second grade. And then they will hold you back if you don't learn the things that you're supposed to learn. Do you think God is not going to say, listen, well, you have to repeat this test again. You have to repeat this grade. Take it again. Used to be in those schools doing those SATs over and over again until you got that score that was validated by the flesh. So you think God's not going to give you some exams that you got to take over and over to be to make sure that you're ready to get the blessings? Because God doesn't want to give you a blessing only for you to throw it to the wayside. He knows you better than you know yourself. For all of my people out there who love Beyonce, okay, she was part of a group. All right. Now, I ain't going to say what I really feel about some of the things because it is what it is. I don't want the beehive to come and start stinging me. But what I'm going to say is she's learned how to operate in her gifts. So it doesn't matter what anybody feels about her. She's doing it. It doesn't matter if she's the best singer in the world or not. She's still getting those bookings because God has opened those doors for her because she's doing what is required to keep it. And she's also doing the other part, being a blessing to those who can't do what she does. Think about it. Michelle Obama, walking in purpose. Barack Obama, walking in purpose. Think about it. 
People like to talk so much about people and what they can do. Just think about it. Take yourself out of the situation and see how people talk about everybody else. All these celebrities are in the limelight because they're operating on what they think they know and what they see about these people, but they do not know what's happening behind closed doors. They do not know the conversations that they're having with God. They do not know the sacrifices that are being made. They do not know how they're treating their people. They just see the manifestation. They just see the good part. And then so when they have a human moment, then everybody wants to ridicule and judge. But then when we're judged, we want to we want to go and revert back. and We want to say, oh, no, the world's after me. Oh, no. How dare you? Oh, I want to fight. Oh, I want to pull out a gun. Oh, I'm going to do this. Well, boo. How dare you judge and not expect to be judged? Judge not. You're still going to be judged, but you operate in a manner that sets the tone. Protect your gifts. People will judge your gift based on the experiences they have with you. Just think about it. You <laughs> are a missing puzzle piece to someone else's breakthrough manifestation. For me, my gift became real several times but I ignored it and one of those times as I was leaving church we had a prophet and he was telling everybody their gifts and I was like oh he's good but you know I'm like I don't know if I believe him he just said you know he just got out of jail that judgment and he just got out of jail and stuff how you gonna tell me about you know what I'm saying? I don't know what he's been doing to there he ain't gonna tell me I got up to him he held my hand and he got quiet then I was like, oh, snap, let go of my hand now. I don't know what he about to say. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe I ain't supposed to be here. Maybe I'm a heathen. Oh, Lord, I done sinned. What's going on? And he said to me, mm, you're like water. It, it, you flow. And I'm like, oh, what's that mean? You mean you trying to tell me that I'm on the bad side? Of what you trying to say? I need you to clarify since you just prophet. He goes, the best way I can explain this to you is I'm going to ask you a question. And then me in my mind, I'm like, how are you going to ask me a question? And I'm sitting here trying to get my, my question answered from you. Operate in your gifts. He says, do you feel like sometimes if you're not a part of something, then it doesn't succeed. It doesn't come to completion. If you're not a part of it, then it just won't happen. Or it won't happen in the capacity that God is calling it to happen. And I said, I had to think about it. He said, D you might not have to answer this right now. Just think about it. There are some situations that you're in right now that if you were not a part of them, it would not be the same. Because for you, your purpose is that you're the missing puzzle piece to somebody's destiny. The only way this thing can work is if you are a part of it. Not to say you have to be there forever, but to even get it to launch, you have to be a part of it. And once you're removed from it, it won't be the same. I let it reflect. I thought about it. Then later on, I'm starting to see if I'm not part of this event, it don't happen. If I don't step up and do this, it's not that. If not part of this or, or attached to this, it's not that. Then, even when I was let go 
for my my job recently, you know, normally you get a reason why you're really let go, even though there's a lot of underlying with that as well. But, you know, when people are spiritual, they try to take the spiritual approach to ease the flesh's attempt. So in that moment, because of the way that I carried myself and the way that I presented myself and because I allowed the spirit to lead and cancel out the flesh and what the flesh was about to do, the spirit had to talk to the spirit. And to be honest, I really ain't never really been let go like that before. And if I did, I was already over it. So it really didn't matter to me. I I knew my time was up. I was just waiting for somebody else to make the move. But the reason was, I don't really have a real reason to let you go outside of the fact that it's a revelation. If I don't let you go now, then you won't be able to operate in your gift. You won't be able to operate. It's a revelation. God had already spoke that to me because it was over for me about four months prior to. But the way that I was being done wasn't right. However, I knew that I was operating in my purpose. And I knew with my gift, I had to protect it. And I knew that although I was being done wrong, I still had to do the right thing. And I knew God will give me the peace that I needed to move forward in my life. And in that moment, even though I wasn't happy with how things were happening and how I was being treated and and all the switch ups and the changes and all of that. And although I knew more and I could have reacted in a whole nother way, I did not. I allowed God to speak. And even with that, I allowed God to use me even after that conversation where I just wanted to walk out and move on with my life. I allowed God to use me for the greater of the people did a whole presentation that was not really authentic to what the situation was, but it was necessary for people to still believe, for people to still have hope. Because what I do believe is the flesh sometimes get weak and they don't know when they're struggling. However, it's not up for all of us to always save the next person. Sometimes they have to go through God encounters by themselves to get themselves back. And sometimes our gifts stop them from being able to identify with what they need to do for them. And sometimes our our gifts outgrow The territory. It's like when you pack for a suitcase, when you're going on a trip, there's only but so much you can stuff in there before you just break the break the zipper. Open up your gifts. So now here I am. Now here we are. with a decision to make. You're going to keep sleeping on your dreams? Are you going to keep cheating on your purpose? Are you keep going to keep allowing the flesh to sleep in bed with you at night to the point where it's taking over what the spirit is trying to do for you? Because everything that the flesh is giving you, the spirit can give to you 10 times more and it's for your greater good. The flesh seeks to be selfish. It wants what it wants and it wants it now. But the spirit knows that there's a process to this. The spirit knows that there's greater coming. The spirit knows that there's there's blessings within the blessings. The spirit knows it's not easy, but the flesh looks for convenience. If you can envision it, you can do it. If you can think about it, 
it can be done. If it hasn't been created yet, I hope a light bulb goes off. You're the creator. God's just waiting for you. Everything that we experience now is based on an invention and an idea and a concept and somebody who wasn't willing to give up on it. Are you giving up on you? Are you willing to give up on you? I don't care how many bakeries there are in the world. Your recipe just might hit different. I don't care how many jewelry boutiques there are in the world. Somebody just might just come to you because you're you. I don't care how many medical centers. I don't care how many HR offices. I don't care how many beauty shops. I don't, I don't care how many people have the same idea and concept. If it's your purpose, it's yours. Your purpose is not up for discussion. There's more ahead of you than behind you. And nothing meant for you will run away from you. So if something's running from you, let it run. You want things that are going to run to you. You want to attract your manifestation. You want to attract your blessings. You don't want to have to to chase it. I know the song goes, go get it. Go get your blessings. Go get it. I, I know what the song says. And you do have to get your blessings. But I believe you have to work for those blessings. It's not about just running after it in that manner. Not literally running. It's about working for it. You go get it through the work that you're doing that God has assigned you to do and being obedient. That's how you get it. Stop getting in the way of you. Stop allowing fear to dictate where you're going. Stop allowing your gifts to be layaways. Stop allowing your gifts to be layaways. Because sometimes layaways never get picked up. Because there's always going to be something that's newer better and hotter because people don't see the value in it anymore because you let it sit for so long. But when you open up your gifts, God will give you a manual. And as long as you're willing to be obedient to what he's telling you to do, it will always be in style. It will always be in stock. It will always be a relevant thing because it's God ordered and God ordained. I want you to take your power back. I need you to get serious about your gifts. I don't care about the relationships you've been through. I don't care about those who said that you couldn't. I I really don't care about that anymore. God has turned that all to work out for your good because it's giving you endurance. It's giving you stamina. It's giving you a way to deal with rejection. It's giving you a a lesson on what not to tolerate or deal with. (sighs) Tonight, I want you to repeat after me. I choose to open up my gift. I choose to walk in favor. I choose to be fearless. 
I choose to sacrifice. I choose to receive. Romans 11.29 God does not change his mind when he chooses men and gives them his gifts. Romans 11.29 She version. God, God does not change his mind when he chooses women and gives them their gifts. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that our gifts are exposed right now, Lord. I pray that you just do a new work, God. I pray that you give us the manual that is necessary, God. I pray that you give us all the pieces needed right now, God. I pray that you release all those things that are blocking us from focusing on what it is that we need to do in this season right now, God. I pray that we lose sleep when we're not operating in our gifts, God. I pray that things just be removed from our lives if we're not operating in our gifts, God. I'm praying that, God, you protect what it is that we have with you, God. That these gifts that we are talking of, God, that they're exposed on a daily basis to the point where people will start recognizing them and reminding us that we need to cater to them. God, I'm praying that you just be with us as we expose ourselves in a way that we've never exposed ourselves before, God. Not caring about social media, not caring about likes, not caring about people, not caring about anything that is coming against. But focusing more so on everything that you see for us, God. We're willing to make the sacrifice, God. We're willing to release, God. We're saying thank you right now, God. All we want is your presence right now in our life, God. All we want is your anointing over our gifts, God. For we know that if the door... If the door opens, we're ready, God. That we will understand that on paper we may not be qualified, but in purpose we are overqualified, God. We know that our purpose is not up for discussion because you say so, God. We're just asking that you give us the strength, God, and that you're patient with us on this process, God. And that you allow us to be patient with ourselves, God. That you refuse to allow us to put our gifts on layaway, God. We're praying for a new version of ourselves being birthed right now. We're praying for an upgrade, God. An upgrade continuously that's required to see your plan come into manifestation. Thank you for purpose. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for destiny. Thank you for the love that you will continuously provide. Thank you, Lord, for the covering and the protection. Thank you, Lord, for just calling us worthy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me for a night of power. I pray that this has touched you in some sort of way. And if it hadn't hit you yet, I pray that as you sleep and as you rest, God will get in your thoughts, get in your head, God will eliminate those things that are trying to block what it is that he's trying to bless you with. No more stressing over our blessings. God's been too good for us, good to us for us to allow for us to allow the flesh to override our destiny. Withholding nothing. Love you all, be blessed, 
and open up your gifts. Rihanna did it. Beyonce did it. Obama did it. Oprah did it. Heck, Trump did it. May not know what kind of gifts he got, but he opened it. And God used them. God will use anyone. And now God is ready to use you. Been ready. But are you ready to be used? Outside of a nine to five clock in? Outside of your family obligations? Aren't you ready to live in your blessings? Our three points. Number one, your purpose is not up for discussion. Number two, there's more ahead of you than behind you. Number three, nothing meant for you will run away from you. Have an amazing night. Love you all. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Listen, stay encouraged through the week. Check out my website, www.itsharoldkeith.com. Also, follow me on Instagram at It's Harold Keith. And if you have Facebook, you can follow me there too. Guess what it is? Yup, at It's Harold Keith. And while you're showing so much love, make sure you subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Looking forward to keeping you encouraged. And I will definitely be seeing you next week. Remember, real life, real issues, real experiences, real possibilities with real people. And not to mention a real you. Until next week, remember, get your positivity. All right, that's a wrap, folks. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.